for another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 46. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? (laughs) Well, Dave, I've never known any fucking contestant get as much screen time when they've been booted off fucking Love Island, but (laughs) Olivia... As the producer's little puppet, and I would say, yeah. Dave, you know what I'm going to say now? I'm going to be controversial. I think she's been a setup from the start. I think watching this and this final fucking throw of the Olivia show was just so fake bullshit. She, she loved the screen time. I don't think Maxwell said more than two fucking sentences <laughs> in that whole thing, Dave. <laughs> Olivia just took the center stage and it was like she was there and everyone's watching her. And I was just like, I think she was never going to win this. I actually think now that she's been a plant, Dave, and she'll never admit it. She can't. But I just think the whole I mean, she's not a good actress, let's be honest. But but the whole situation and everything has just felt so forced this last couple of weeks and, and all that every day with Jesse. So when it comes to this bit, and I thought, we're going to get 15, 20 minutes of Olivia now, aren't we? And we did. And we got the Towie chat between her and Maxwell when he just nodded his head pretty much. Sorry, sorry. It wasn't a chat. It was a monologue to Max. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it could have been anybody, Dave. It could have been a mannequin or someone. It could have been they... a mirror. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, that's a good answer. It could have been a mirror. And it was just like, why are they... I mean, I like the, I like the take on it and we asked for something different and we've got it. So I can't throw the producers under the bus on that. However, it's the fact that it's been the most infuriating contestant we've had this year for me personally was just enough. I was like, just go, please go, and you're going to milk the arse off who you're picking now, aren't you? So, I mean, sorry for ranting, Dave, but I was just like, I have had enough. I am so glad this girl is going. I'm with you. The thing I'd ask, though, what would your definition of a plant actually be? Because I agree that, you know, she's definitely been known to the producers. We've seen her on the, uh, was it a couple of, was it two or three seasons ago that uh, she was in the background, wasn't she? You know, she's fucking hanging around, clinging on to this uh, arena. So, you know, and she probably didn't even apply as such. She might have been scouted or just, you know, a word with the producers or whatever. So, you know, she's got on the show and she's got a lot of screen time, uh, you know, but a lot of that screen time doesn't really put her in a great light. You know, she is a, a bit of a villain. So I'm just wondering what what makes her a plant, in your opinion, ju- other than just a fucking great hand-picked contestant who, who fucking stirs up all the drama? You've answered the question, Dave. There you go. She just handpicked to stir all the shit up, get on everyone's nerves, completely deluded, so it gets the, the audience and social media like, what world is this girl living on? And I think, well, if she isn't a plant, Dave, she needs to have a serious fucking look in the mirror and not wear <laughs> one where, as you've just said, she fucking talks to herself all day She because she can't go through life being like that. I can't believe anybody. I mean, it's like... the. Taylor on Maths 
uh, unbelievable contestant, but surely yeah. that has got to be a setup. She's she well, she looks more like a plant actually than Olivia, but I'm sticking to it, Dave. She's just an utter bell end, and right. it's like go away. So I I fall on the side of she's just a massive bell end, and and she is she's hand picked. Now I would think a plant is to go in there with a brief. But I don't believe in these things. I, I, can't, I refuse to believe that someone is going to sign up that they need to be and play up to this character for the rest of their fucking lives. Right? It's just not <laughs> realistic. She's just a dick, and we've seen her be a dick. And uh, But definitely a producer darling, because like you say, we probably won't ever see that again, where someone who's on the way out gets to choose who she's going to fucking take down with her, so, which is great. And I know I, I was saying, like, oh, my God, if, if she took out, like, if she had the choice of everyone and she managed to take out Kai and uh, Jesse because of that little little conflict that she had, she, she would basically be a, a Love Island legend, you know, the greatest villain ever, but apparently it was only from the uh, the, the bottom couples, wasn't it? So... I do believe uh, I, I do believe I call that one, Chris, and I do believe you know before the show uh, I saw this little message. Oh, I've just seen first look, and my prediction is Claudia and Casey will get back together next week. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag reality radar. <laughs> But you said that, Dave. I don't remember oh, this. <laughs> I, have, I have amnesia. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I don't, it's I don't the old Tom. This. Oh, fucking hell. Casserole. I, I, I genuinely, I don't believe it. I, 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 I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking How... Dr. Drake Ramore. <laughs> How fucking dare you say such a thing? I am absolutely wounded by that comment, Dave. I never never get things wrong but, <laughs> but, however the the fact that she did pick Claudia and Keenan made perfect sense I just love the fucking fake sad faces you know because they know everyone who's who, who will get booted out is thinking shit when did I piss Olivia off when did obviously Claudia was sort of team Jesse so I was thinking well <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to be calling, but it would have been because even they even commented when. Well, sorry, Olivia said to Maxwell that you know what about Claudia and Casey? They could get back together, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, and then but the ears did prick up. I thought, wait a minute, is this one of my pin a fucking <laughs> pin a tail on a donkey moments again, Dave? Like Ekin <laughs> suing Davy Day, but it didn't happen. And look, it it's one of them things. Claudie's like, I'm glad to see me, Mum. Her and Keenan, there was nothing there. First thing he says is, oh, I better go start cracking on then, aren't I? And I was like, well, Such fair play. I know. I was like, nothing, nothing likeable about that bloke at all. No, he's going to be in Wigan Day, Wigan Pier, by the end of this week. <laughs> Fucking fight. We've got Keenan from Love Island. Who? Keenan from Love Island. Still don't yeah. know him. <laughs> he's going to be doing the circuit, and he? He's going to be doing Wigan, Scam, St. Helens, yeah. <laughs> Runcorn Witness. He's going to be doing the rounds, Chris, <laughs> all around the northwest there, all the with, fucking rugby league towns. But, but, but with um, David Brent and Howard from the Halifax adverts, yeah. Dave, you know what I mean? <laughs> what was that little? Oh, was that Bubble movie, from Big was Brother. It? Yeah. Bracknell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But that was the that was the logical explanation, to be honest, that it had to go. And I did notice Jesse said straight away, I'm a lot calmer now Liv's not here. Now, yeah. obviously, we as the audience were shocked by that sort of 180 on Jesse. We cut, you know, I said, we've gone through it all, what we both think and everything. However, you've obviously hidden this bit of animosity between Jesse and Liv, haven't they, very well? Because us as the audience, unless other people, I'd not seen that day until the other day. So... I think that's all it was, though, wasn't it? I think it was just she was backstabbed. But again, it, it for me, it highlighted Jessie knows she's wrong. You know, when she's backing the girls, like especially on movie night, and she's backing them up because that's what came came up. So it's not as if she's just got a blind spot for things that are wrong. She's just backing the girls no matter what. And so that's why I think she felt, you know, betrayed by the whole Jessie's fake thing. Yeah, and she I she agree. had a fair point in saying that, you know, you're calling me fake for having a conversation with someone to their face, right? <laughs> so she did have a, a point there where she didn't have a point was saying, well, people should just keep their nose out of it. And it's like, well, it's kind of where it all started. <laughs> if you'd have kept your nose out of Jesse's business, none of that shit would have happened. But you know what, Chris? I have a confession. Um. I have been, probably since week fucking one, definitely since week two, I have been wanting Olivia to fucking leave. She's despicable. She is horrible. She's the biggest fucking gaslighter in there. After she went, though, I was about another 10, 20 minutes in. I'm like, fucking hell, this is boring. (laughs) 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 And it did. A fleeting thought in my mind was, oh, no. Is that it now? Like all the, yeah. you know, Jesse's calmer, everyone's calmer. Is that it? There's going to be no drama anymore. So it was a, a fleeting thought. And I thought, no, no, she definitely had to go. It was brilliant. You know, Kai couldn't hide his excitement, could he? The fact that she'd gone, it's like, thank fuck for that. Um, but, you know, we did get a bit of a drama from an unexpected source. I mean, <laughs> The game, Chris, that we had, for me, was one of those things that you see on the unseen bits. It's like, oh, right, these guys actually having a bit of fun. And I did like, I think it was Will's team that came out with the uh, like the snakes dance. I, I don't know if you've seen Dodgeball, but that's, yeah. that's kind of what they were doing. They're, they're bringing their hands up, the way they were dancing and stuff there. I thought it was brilliant, but I must admit, before it even gets to the point of kicking off, I'm thinking, fucking hell, you're all taking it just a bit too seriously. I don't know whether you've got cabin fever or what, but, you know, it's ultimately a bit of nonsense. It's like, fucking, Jesse, he's put his hands on the egg. Fucking get VAR out. And it's like, (laughs) come on, this is just bit of nonsense it's a fucking egg and spoon race right (laughs) (laughs) wind your fucking necks in but you know i'm I'm sort of thinking that just as a human being but then i'm kind of appreciating the drama that spills out of it yeah and and you know what dave i i have members of my family who act exactly the same when they get (laughs) beating games dave (laughs) you know what i'm talking about so i i can relate to Tom. Tom is an athlete. Obviously, he's not, you know, he's semi-professional, but he's got that winning mentality. He's, he's used to being in teams. He's used to trying to win at everything. And honestly, I, 
I have a look, I used to play football, I used to play football. You always want to win on stuff and you can get competitive. No problem with that. We all have that competitive as some more than others. I've only ever come across two or three people in my lifetime that are so competitive. They do not want to get beat at anything. And I mean anything. And Tom's reaction is just I have been in so many family rows, Dave, where <laughs> certain people have gone off because they've got beat or someone's cheated or the person who's so competitive cheats at the game. You know, just things like yeah. that. And I cannot understand it. I'm sort of like... I, I fucking saw you take that Monopoly money. Yeah, exactly. Put it back. <laughs> Where's that thousand pound come from under the board? You know, I remember having an almighty kickoff at a paintball game about five or six years ago. My brother-in-law was cheating. It was Sam's family against my family, you know, and all this. And my family were pretty useless, Dave. Let's be honest. They were pretty useless. Sam's family are all like athletes, dead competitors. Even though it's paintball, they've got that we're going to win mentality. Anyway, brother-in-law cheats, Dave. Wax off the paintball. Yeah, me and him nearly had a proper full-on fisticuffs because he was just being a bell end, rubbing it in my face. And I don't get like that, but because I felt the injustice and, and he was cheating, I was yeah. like, right, let's go. And I'm like, right, we're going. Here. And he's just afterwards, you're like, wow, Chris, I never do that. And I'm calling people out. And I'm like, I'd never done that before, but he was pissing me off. But yeah. so to see Tom do it, and then when they were goading him, and, and it, it started off funny, and I got what Ron was saying. I thought Ron was quite funny. He's like, look, we'll go and give him a hug. That's it. But Will is that annoying fucking Butlins rep who won't let it go, will it? And he's like, Will, it was great the first five times. We get it. Tom's face, he was fuming. He tells Sammy. But then Shaq comes over. But then it got to the point where Shaq sort of wanted the reaction, and it went from mm. being really funny to being lads just leave it. And, and Tom kept saying it, didn't he? Like, just leave it. I think he overreacted. I'll be honest. It's like you say, it's a fucking egg and spoon race in the garden. Casey called it. But I did think they went far too, they concentrated far too much on that. And it should have just been, it's done. That's it. Especially when you know someone like that is a bit of a slapped ass like Tom was. But it was great to watch, Dave. Yeah, it was. And I've seen, I've seen people come out and call out either Shaq or Tom, or Will. Will seemed to get off scot-free, really, but I thought he was initially the the main ringleader. Now, I think Shaq maybe gets it, because he was the last one stood there. You know, everyone had kind of drifted off, drifted off and it, he's still kind of laughing about it. And I know you've not watched the IT crowd, but there's this brilliant episode where this guy basically goes on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, and he phones a friend and they confidently give him the wrong answer. And, you know, he, he loses all this money and stuff. And they end up in this uh, this restaurant with all, you know, kids running around and everything. And there's, there's a clown that comes around, does balloon animals and stuff at your table. And he's like, oh, you're that guy from uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Or they, they call it something else. And he literally, for I would probably say a minute, this clown is just pointing in his face and laughing. He's just like, ah, <laughs> ha, 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 just pointing closer to his face. And sure enough, he does it for long enough. And then he beats the living shit out of him. So um, <laughs> but it was the same kind of thing. It was like, there is a point, you know, when you just keep on poking the bear, eventually you're going to get a reaction. And the thing is, 
it's easier when you can see, like you say, when someone is a bit of a slap toss, when they're a fucking sore loser, and you know, you just sort of lose yourself a bit, and you're going over the top because that's what I see it as. Again, we often sort of talk about we need to remind ourselves these are kids, really, aren't they? It's, I guess to the law, they're adults, but they're still very, very young and and still kind of got a lot of immaturity about them. And I just thought it it was that from all sides. And I think a curse on all their houses. They're all as bad as each other. But it was fucking great to see it off. But I'm not having that it was one person's fault over another person's fault. It, It was all just fucking ridiculous nonsense. And like you say, you know, you you could. I could point out some of the members that we're talking about there in real life <laughs> who you just have to goad a little bit. Oh, I bet uh, this guy's faster than you. Um, you know, <laughs> the difference is, Chris, I'd probably do it and then just walk off smirking. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. stand there like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> calm down, mate. You know, so yeah, it, it was fucking brilliant. And uh, yeah, I, I just love the fact that they did get a bite. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see the fallout from it. No, I can't. I, he might be quashed straight away. And the last thing I think I've spotted from today's episode, Dave, was Tanya with Lana. The fakest conversation between these two. Oh, yeah, with the OGs. We're going to do it for live. Oh, fucking great. But apparently Tanya's in the bottom three, Dave, not because she's been a complete bellend, but because apparently the public think that Martin was more compatible with her than Shaq, Dave. But they're going to see, they will see when she comes out the villa, Dave, what she sees and what everyone else sees. And I'm thinking... Tanya, you've fucking not read the room here, my dear. So yeah, I was just I was one of the little off the cuff comments that made me laugh. I was like, you actually don't know what's going on in the outside world. I know they don't, but it was just so just silly. Sat there going, please don't speak anymore, Tanya. You know what's interesting? That the obviously there's no Twitter game this year. Unless they bring it in really late, but I, th- I don't think it is. I think it's like this new duty of care stuff that ITV are going on about. Yeah. So They've other than the vote, so you only see the outcome. You've got no context about what the public actually think, and I have never seen a group so fucking deluded as this. Now, with that conversation with Tanya, I, I just thought, well, if that was Olivia saying that, we'd say about how fake she was. We did when she was saying about, oh yeah, you know, Kai's been in the bottom three three times, so. But Tanya, you've said you loved him. Why does that even fucking matter? Why is it? And and you see other couples, you know, you know, in the bottom three, whatever. You know, yeah. I'm here for you kind of thing. But for me, it just showed how fake Tanya was, to be honest. And I, I think that outcome, because she was sat with Tom as well when Shaq was goading him. And she was basically telling Shaq to fuck off as well. (laughs) But I think she was doing that with that kind of result in the back of of her mind. So, you know, again, what are we going to see here? Are these actually going to make it to the end? Or or is this, you know, is Tanya maybe thinking, you know what, I I may not make top three if I carry on with Shaq? You know, mm-hmm. if they, they think Martin was was my better fit or whatever, or I don't know. It's just um yeah, I didn't I didn't like it, if I'm honest. 
No, no. And I, I did like you say, it sort of revealed behind the curtain what she's thinking as well. But we'll see, Dave. We'll see. And and again, we've got a little preview of you know tomorrow's episode, and it looks like there's a bit of a bit of truth game, Dave, because Shaq says something about Ron and Lana, about Ron recoupling with her because of Casey. <laughs> It's almost like he's been watching the show with us all, David. So Ron's like, I, I've got, I've got no fucking comment. All right, all right, mate, that's fine, no problem. But I am here for that one, David. Definitely. Yeah, he does need to be a little bit careful, Shaq, doesn't he? We, we gave him lots of credit when he was calling people out early doors, but you know, it is a few weeks, and it's post Casa Amor with Ron. So it, I don't know. Maybe that is some sort of Twitter game. Or, yeah. You know, maybe it's not necessarily coming up within the group. Maybe it's coming from outside. Um, mm. But for me, I, that that should have just been put to bed now. Ron and Lana have been together, you know, uh, like say post Casa or more. So shouldn't even be a thing, really. I agree. And we're going into last week, Dave. Finally, fucking finally, Dave. So you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dave, just before we go... We've got one email and it's from Helen and it's a quick one and she's put OGs. Hi, Chris and Dave. Is this the fewest number of OG girls we've ever had left in a final week? Just Lana and Tanya now versus Ron, Kai, Will, Shaq and Tom, who were all day who was also Tom was obviously a day one bombshell. I can barely even remember who the other OG girls were now. Cheers, Helen. So I know Tanya was one, wasn't she? But uh, yeah. I think Zara came in, she was a bombshell, wasn't she? She yeah. came in with Tom, but yeah, it, I've never even thought of that. I don't know what the stats are, whether whether that even happens. So, yeah, interesting uh, observation. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel like you do get a bit of a cycle. So you're always uh, in a much better position as an OG, aren't you? you yes. You know, you, you do have an advantage there. But I don't think it's set in stone that... that like all of the OGs make it to the end. I, I do think you get a bit of a cycle. You get sort of two or three uh, going. So, um, I, I mean, let's face it, Chris, they all fucking deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> no one has gone. Uh, although, I mean, you could argue, you've mentioned Zara there. I thought because that whole conflict with Olivia and the fact that the group basically sided with Olivia, I, I think maybe her, you could say, she could feel a bit hard done by but no it's just for me it's just the natural churn that you get with this show yeah i think so tanya was the one we've had contested like tanya loads of times very popular but just couldn't find the right man and then had mm. to go so yeah fair enough right so anyway <laughs> but she didn't even fucking try really did she <laughs> not really <laughs> ron was the one day but she was it was a friend friend island but there you friend. go yeah Anyway, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. Follow us also on social media at cdrealitycast. And as always, Chris and Dave's reality TV cast over on Facebook, guys. Come and join us there. Big thanks to Charlene again for moderating the page for us. And uh, get involved in the chat. It's been good fun talking to everyone and having a good laugh about all this reality nonsense. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So today's roll call of honor is... Helen, Alex, Macy, Nicholas, Maeve, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu, Green, and Kenka Starson. So thank you so much, guys, for your support. Amazing as always. So, Mr. Horrocks, 
we're nearly there. We're nearly in the final week. You can stop actually stabbing the Chris Phelps voodoo doll. <laughs> there is no need to be that aggressive as we go into well, our I've final just got slightly six, less of a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Lost. I tell you what. If we were fucking as bad at taking a joke as Tom, we'd be fucked. We? Yeah, no, we would. It would have been a very <laughs> short podcast back in the day, but uh... <laughs> we'd have been gone, wouldn't we? We'd, never, we'd probably have blocked each other by now. Then. <laughs> oh my oh. god! So into tomorrow night, last one of this week, and then into the final stretch. In fact, I think the final is. It's probably the week after, isn't it? So it's yeah, slightly over a week, but uh, almost there, Chris. Almost we are, mate. there. Yeah. So have a good couple of days, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>